Hi there, and welcome to Balanced Torah Living with Adam Rubin. I'm your host, Adam Rubin. Welcome to regulars and welcome to newcomers. Today, throw the kitchen sink at life. So we see in, in Mishle 3 6 to in all your ways know him. In all of your ways. And obviously, there are many mafarshim on this, many ideas around this. But today, I want to focus on the fact that we have a variety of skills, strengths, talents, knowledge areas, abilities, and we should really use it all. Part of part of this may resound more so with uh, Balik Shuvah her listening to this, but it applies to everyone. And here, there are various things that we've you know engaged in in life, whether it was uh, when we were younger, say playing sports, following sports, could be lots of things for different people, music, singing, exercise, nature, crafts, various things that people engaged in. And as we go along for a variety of reasons, and it depends on where you're coming from, we may shift away from things that we enjoy, where we have tremendous skill or expertise. And in general, this is a call to to use it. Throw the kitchen sink at life. We all have a tool belt with a variety of tools on there. And for one reason or another, we may not go to it. For instance, for a Balt Shuva, they may feel like, well, you know, I, I had this background in exercise or I had this background in, uh, in athletics. And even though it really speaks to me and I really get a geschmack out of it, it's, it's, not, it's not what everyone else is doing. And, you know, I, I, and obviously there are huge miles to conformity and it's one of those areas that we really have to, to seek the balance and find it. But oftentimes, people move away from things that really energize and speak to them. And on this point of uniqueness, I'll share just a quick story on, on Revoba, uh, the great mashkiach, the great teacher of Musar par excellence. And here, this was related by my Rosh Hashiva, Rav Beryl Gershenfeld. Um, Rabbi Gershenfeld was once with one of his sons, and Rabbi Gershenfeld had a relationship with Ravoba, and they were waiting, uh, I think, by Ravoba's apartment door. And they look out and they see Ravoba, and Ravoba is walking towards the apartment, and he has sandals on, of course, with socks. Uh, you know, obviously from a Sneha's standpoint, his sandals on, and also he's carrying a uh, a big bag that is from a well-known baker that is some type of multi-grain whole wheat with seeds, you know, type of uh, delicious baked bread, not your run-of-the-mill uh, Wonder Bread situation. And you know, Rabbi Gershva was speaking about the fact that Revolva was sending a message to people. You know, here's the Mashkiach who's not as, not scared to do things a little bit differently than others. 
We don't we don't need to do things like everyone else just for the sake of of just for the sake of being a conformist and 100% falling in line. It's important to be unique. It's important to embrace the things that speak to us even if they aren't necessarily um something that everyone else is engaged in obviously in a, in, in a smart way and it's going to depend on when where how etc but we have to be willing to use our tools and throw the sink at life go with it all uh, in all your ways know in all of your in all of your ways skills various areas of knowledge that you have what you've picked up along the way and for a Shiva especially you know we oftentimes might feel like well you know that that certain activity that I used to do and that that was a waste of time or oh I could have been learning or you know why did I go on that trip and all these things but if we if we look a little deeper oftentimes we may see that we're able to take that skill area, that area of expertise, and elevate it and use it. And especially when we come into a world, the Torah world, where naturally, uh, you know, for, for men and women here, I'll speak a little bit more to the guys, but, you know, where guys have been learning for a number of years through the whole system, deep learning. And so we're coming in, even as an adult, in a much weaker position in terms of learning, which can be Yes, perhaps humbling in certain ways, but oftentimes feel defeating and feel uh, it's, it's a very challenging feeling that can often engender. Let's go to our strengths. Let's be willing to take the areas that we've developed and continue to find ways to bring them out for ourselves personally, with our family in the right way, perhaps in outreach, whether formal or informal. And I believe this is from Orchot Tzadikim. Somebody please correct me if it's from another uh, Musr Sefer. But the Orchot Tzadikim in this is in, in discussion of Midos talks about you know using Midos and looking at at in terms of a dish that one is cooking. You have to have the right ingredients. You have to have the right amount of salt. You have to have the right amount of pepper. The right amount of this vegetable, that vegetable, etc. And we have to have the proper amounts and bring it together and create this delicious scrumptious dish and if one aspect is too much if it's too salty ruined not enough salt not enough flavor is expressed so we have to find the right balance at the same time if you're just going for the one hit wonder approach the one note wonder as uh, Rabbi Gershenfeld mentions then you're going to have a pretty bland dish you've got all these ingredients at your disposal why just put in just the pepper the salt the green pepper, and, and the chicken. Put what you've got there. Throw the sink at it. Bring everything that you have at your disposal to the table. Shem wants you to use it. Um, right? Don't we, don't, we shouldn't just fall into the trap of doing what everyone else is doing. As Rabbi Orlovsky says, one of his favorite quotes, everybody does what everybody does. Because that's what everybody does. That, that maybe took a little bit of liberty there, meaning it might be uh, one or two words off. But that's the general idea. People oftentimes do what other people are doing just because that's what people do. And uh, we really can cultivate our past within reason, with, with Das Torah, reaching out to Das Torah, asking questions. I'm not suggesting to be 
cavalier to stick out in a way that calls extra attention to yourself or puts your family in a light that you don't want. Integration is extremely important. But at the same time, use, use the tools at your disposal. And another thing this will enable you to do is use the trial and error approach. Obviously, there are many approaches to problem solving, growing, etc. And one of the most uh, tried and true approaches is the trial and error approach. You've got to try stuff. You've got to try going back to what you did. You you stepped away from that violin that you were osake in for so many years that brought you such simcha and creativity and an exploration of your personality and you put it down for the Gemara and for and for family, etc. And, and oh, is it, is it bittel? Is it a waste? Well, you know what? Go back to it. Try it. See how it impacts your life. See if it gives you another dimension that you've been yearning for that you, that you haven't been nurturing in yourself. And you know what? If it doesn't or if it takes too much time, then drop it. But be willing to experiment. And one great place to experiment, in addition to trying new things, once again with us, in addition to trying new things is re-engaging, returning to things that lit you up when you were younger. They gave you an aspect of, of chiyas and joy and simcha. We all know how challenging life is by nature and how it can weigh us down tremendously if we don't put in an active effort to take care of ourselves and do, to thing, do things that make us sing, that make our hearts sing, our neshama sing, our bodies sing, and give us that real sense of sipuk and menuchas and nefesh that we're all striving for. So, throw the kitchen sink at it and let me know what sticks. Looking forward to next time. Bye-bye.